This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit allentempleamec.com slash donate. Thank you for listening. Today is a privilege to be here among of you. Every time I come, it's a, pri- it's a privilege to be all around you and to know the all soldiers of the gospel. Amen. 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 You always learn from them. Yes. That's the old school. Yes. Amen. And you always learn something new. As Reverend Robin read of Joshua, we're going to use those verses today and talk a little bit about what God can do in your life. Mm -hmm. How many of us really believe Jesus is alive? Not too many. How many believe that he could do anything. Amen. Well, let's see if that's true. Let's see if that's true. Sometimes we confess Jesus and we say, Jesus is this, Jesus is that. But when situations come, we crack. Come on, preacher. Come on. Jesus is our healer. And when the doctor said, you have cancer. Ah. You get destroyed. Yeah. You believe more to the prescription of a man than what the Lord, our creator, said in his word. In order to be a real Christian, I, I am not yet, but I'm, 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 I'm going that way. I'm, I'm heading that way. A real Christian, a mature Christian, the Christian that will go in the rapture, have to believe the impossible. Amen. Amen. For our God, there is nothing impossible. Mm-hmm. For our God, there is nothing that cannot be done. Right. When we see a wall, he see a freeway. <laughs> when, we say, when we say, I'm sick, he said, I heal you at the cross of Calvary in my body. Yes. But unless we don't believe that and practice that, we are not mature yet. Well, let's go to the message. Amen. Amen. There are many weapons in Satan's arsenal against the people of God. I'm not going to glorify Jesus. I mean, Satan. I'm sorry, my English is terrible. I'm nervous. Okay, so I'm not going to try to glorify Satan, but there is a, 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 a he got a lot of firepower to hit us, to battle against the church of Jesus. Amen? And two of his best weapons, it's not adultery, it's not a covenant, are fear and demoralization. Those two weapons, those two weapons are used by him to, to gain control of ourselves, of our thought, of our heart, of our health, everything. And you know why? Because when fear comes to us, it said in 1 John, 
our love has not been perfected in him. When our love is perfected in the Lord, we don't fear nothing. When a kid has fear, it runs to dad or mom. Even if dad or mom is shaking of fear, they know somehow they are going to protect them from that. When dad or mom said, don't worry, nothing is going to happen, that assured the kid that nothing is going to happen. How it's going to happen, they don't know, but they trust mom and dad that nothing is going to happen. When we get to a point that fear controls us, we don't have control of ourselves. I used to be a diver for NASA. I work in a research vessel. And I remember one day, one of the scientists had so much fear about three sharks that was swimming underneath us. And he lost control, and he started coming like a torpedo to the surface to get into the boat. He forgot the rule about the compression, and they put their hands up. And he banged his head with the boat, and he was unconscious. And one of the safety divers came and rescued him and put it in the boat. Fear can do so much damage that it's more dangerous than a gun. It's more dangerous than a fire because you lost your control. You you lost your senses. You, You lost everything. When COVID came, the whole world shake. People went to the supermarket, buy paper like crazy, uh, buy Clorox, buy this, buy that. Yeah. All the supplies were gone. Yeah. And no, don't go to church, because if I go to church, we are going to get contaminated. But they went to the gym. Come on, they went to work. Yeah. They went to the supermarket. Come on, they went running around. They went to meetings. They went to restaurants. So it means that in the church, our God was infected. It doesn't mean that our God did not have the power to sanitize the area where we was. Tell me. So we have so much confidence in what humans said that what the Bible said. Do you know that we have 3,573 promises in our behalf? 3,573 promises in the Bible, in our behalf. That includes our marriage, our family, our kids, our uh, beloved one, our health, our economy, our work, everything, everything. But we don't believe in them. We believe more in the power of men, in the word of men. And that's what Satan used. The United Nations Health Department said, oh, don't go out, stay in your house, seclude yourself, don't move. And people obey. 
No one move. No one visit no one. I know some wife that said, don't kiss me. Go and take a shower. Wash your mouth. And then you come and give me a kiss. I know other people that, with all due respect, they had to get naked at the door and put a towel and go straight to the shower. Amazing. But they went to a restaurant and never washed their hands, never do nothing. So where is our faith? Where is our trust? In whom? In the world? Or in Jesus. Jesus walked among leper people, all kind of infections. People get so close to him that he cannot move. He never sanitized himself. We have a God that sanitized the area where we walk. In Guatemala, there was a, a person in church that did not want to go with us to the places we go. Because he said, well, I'm going to get infested, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that. I said, why you don't try? If you die, we cover your burial. <laughs> he said, oh, thank you. <laughs> but, but she went with us. She went with us. And you know, after we finished the service, she went to a place away from us and started crying. And my wife only get close to her and ask, sister, why you are crying? Uh, it believes that something bites you or, or, or you feel weak or something. And she said, no, it's not that. It's that since we get to this place, I saw a light all around the group. And I saw that any infection, anything, demons and everything was cast away, was spelled out. Amen. That all the area where we walk was sanitized. There was no problem. And he said, I need to repent today and confess Jesus again. Amen. You see? It's not that you are Superman. It's not that, that, that you are the Holy of Holies. No. It's that... Faith means a leap of faith. Faith means do what the Lord said you to do. Yeah. What the Lord commands you to do. And that's it. And the Lord has a lot of example in the word of God. You never get demoralized for the devil because of the devil put you in fear. No. The Bible says fear not. I'm with you all the time. Yeah. All the days of you in the world, I'm going to be with you. Yeah. Nothing is going to touch you. Nothing is going to harm you. No enemy is going to do nothing to you. Yeah. Because I'm your God. Yes, but sometimes we forget that. We suffer from amnesia. <laughs> see. Oh, see. So, today... Today, Today, where you are in the ladder of faith, in the ladder of trust in the Lord, mm. Mm. where are you? Mm. 
Just examine yourself. How many challenges have come to your life and you fail because you trust men more than God? Ask yourself, how, how is my trust in the God that created me? Where is my, the, my trust in the God that I confess as my Savior? Where is my faith in the Lord that I give him my heart, my soul, my strength? Everything. Everything. Tell me. And I didn't come here to... Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come here to criticize or believe that I'm holier than, than anyone. No. But it happened to me. It happened to me. Yeah, that's the joy of the Lord. Yeah, very good. Yes. Enjoy, enjoy. So, when the devil come and demoralized me, he got me. He got me. I don't, he don't care if you are black, brown, green, yellow, blue. He don't care. He wants to demoralize you. He wants you to believe you are nothing in front of the Lord. He wants you to believe that you don't have no power, that you don't have no communion with the Lord. What is the first thing that, God, that the devil put in your mind? You don't pray. You don't fast. You don't know the word. And you think God is going to help you? Huh? You think God is going to give you what you are asking for? God could do the impossible. I'm going to be very brief with you. Two years ago, uh, we used the credit card we have, uh, and we topped it to $20,000. Not buying cars or, or luxury cruisers, no. We used it for the church. Then my plan was come back and work and pay the credit cards. But COVID came around, and I couldn't come out from Guatemala. They canceled all my credit cards, all my credit. Then, when I came up here again, I got a letter that said, you have 30 days to pay. And according to Mr. Biden, the bank is going to cover half of your debt, and you have 30 days to pay the other de uh, half. And you have to sign a contract that if in 30 days you don't pay the $10,000 that you owe to the bank, you have to pay the whole debt. And I said, Lord, what do I do? He didn't answer. I said, Lord, what am I going to do? And he didn't answer. I said, I'm not going to ask you again because that means I have to trust you. So I signed there. I signed that waiver. It's, it's, it's not a lie or I, I try to exaggerate. Uh, I just take that Christmas up here to work. I didn't have no meaning to get that money. One day, I went to a restaurant to buy some food. And when I used the ATM card, I have $1,500 from Allen Temple that he gave me to take it to Guatemala for part of the project there. That was not my money. I only have about $119 or 18 
When I put my card to get the $20 that give me the balance, I have 11,800 something dollars. I said, what? So I didn't put the card again. <laughs> I buy my lunch and went to the house. The following day, I put the card and it said the same. I talked to a sister from the church where Andres goes, the, the a Portuguese church in Portchester, and she worked in, in West Fargo. I said, when someone messed up and, and make a deposit in the wrong account, how long it take to take it out? She said, 24 hours. I said, well, it's, it's almost close to 24 hours. On Monday, I still have 11,700 something. So I went to Citibank. And I went saying, oh, I want to retire some money. When I put the card at the counter, he told me, why you didn't do it at the machine? Oh, because I need $20 in quarters. So I have to put an excuse. When he gave me the balance, I still had $11,000. Mm. Yes. And I asked him, he said, uh, is that my true balance? He said, yes, sir, that's your balance. I said, okay, I want to use that $10,000 to pay the debt I have in the credit card. Oh, okay, sir. Blam, 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 fuera. Where that money come from? I still don't know. Mm. My God. Only three people have my, my, my bank account. Three persons only. And I asked all three, and none of them was. So what is impossible for the Lord? Come on, preacher. What is impossible? When you are in, in your weakest point, you have to strengthen yourself. Yes, sir. David said, why you worry my soul? You have to strengthen the Lord because I have to follow him and, and, and praise him. You see? When you get demoralized by Satan, you rebuke him because you have that authority. Yes. Have you seen a roach in your house? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> but what you do when you see a roach on the freeway of your house? Amen. Huh? I, you see the authority you use against that roach? She don't even know where it come. So, with the same mighty, you splash that roach. Splash Satan time. Amen? Yes. You have the authority of the almighty. You have the authority of the God of God. He is sent because he loves us. His son to die at the cross. Yes, sir. But if we are going to be the kind of Christian that said, if the wolf come, I'm going to smash his head. Mm. And when the wolf said, oh, shoot. <laughs> huh? The Bible said, since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. Yes. And only the violence 
will what? We take hold of the kingdom of God. Are you a violent person? Oh, yes. I, I like that sincerity. Put up your husband. Who else is violence in here? You see? You don't know? I'm going to ask your husband later on. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, if we are the kind of Christian that get demoralized because the things that are happening, we are not going to go in the rapture. We have to be violent. And when I say violent, we have to use the, the strength and the promise that the Lord gave us. Amen. You know, Laila Ali, the daughter of Muhammad Ali, she is a boxer. She was fighting one of her most, most important matches. And this other opponent punched her, and she went bang to the floor. While she was on the floor, she remembered who her father was. Muhammad Ali. Dance like a butterfly and stick like a bee. Huh? She stand up. And remember who her father was, she won the fight. When Satan put you down, rise up, rise up. Because we don't have a Muhammad Ali. We have God, amen? We have the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. The one that defeats Satan at the cross of Calvary. The one that shed her blood, his blood for us. The one that take the, 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 the ay, padre. <laughs> the dairies, the, 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 what is worth nothing, and make something for him. Yeah. Amen? He make us king and priest. We are nobody. We are somebody. We are the people of God. Amen. Maybe you don't believe it. Maybe you don't believe it, but I, I know testimonies of people that have come to church all discouraged, all demoralized, without no motivation, and when they sit, they see angel of God sitting on both sides of them. Yeah. God protect us. Yeah. We have guardian angels. We have promises from the Lord. We have everything we need. But if we don't believe, if we don't put the faith in action, we're never going to please God. Amen. What we are doing in Guatemala is for the glory of the Lord. Yes. What we're doing in Guatemala is because the Lord is the one that is helping us. Yeah. Yeah. That is. The Lord has put us in, 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 in friendship with, with the government, with the army, with the navy, with the neighbors. With drug dealers. Even they help us to help the kids in those, place, in those places. Why? Because they know we don't go there to criticize what is going on. We go there with a plan. We go there with a purpose. We go there with a goal. To make that kid since his childhood trusting God. Learn about God. 
that people from other countries, from other places, from, from other language care about them. Be more than willing to help these people. When you see people on the street, when you see people on the road, and I'm going to finish with this. One day, there was going to be a, a preaching in a church. The pastor was with two members of the church, giving flyers away. There was a guy sitting on the, uh, on the walkway of the street, on the sidewalk, sidewalk of the road. Thank you. And it was around 6 o'clock. And this guy said, uh, can you give me a dollar for a cup of coffee, please? One brother of the church was going to give the dollar, but the pastor said, no. He's an alcoholic, and he's going to use it to, to buy rum. So the brother retrieved his hands from the pocket. When they was crossing the, the street, they heard a voice. All three heard a voice from heaven that said, because I was hungry and you did not feed me. When they look back, the guy was not there. Sometimes, sometimes, you, uh, you, you, have, you have anger for guests in your house. You never know. You never know. Why? Because God is the only one. The only one that you serve. The only one you have to believe. Don't worry about what the United Nations Health Department said. We are covered by the blood of the Lamb. Yeah. Before COVID, I, I, I failed in my promise that I was going to finish. Three more minutes. <laughs> he did so. <laughs> I have time. <laughs> So, you see, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> ah, okay. Before COVID, you went to the supermarket. Someone saw the, the apple and touched the box of the apple. You didn't know if he had herpes or AIDS or nothing. You didn't know if they have venereal disease and you touch the same box that that person touched and take it home. Sometimes you went and see the products, the lettuce, uh, the uh, uh, carrots and things like that, and other people, how many other people touch it? Well. You get the shopping cart. How many people use that shopping cart before? No one sanitized them. I mean, I know they do it here because it's a rule. I'm not criticizing Reverend you. But what I'm saying is, you never have problem with that, of touching that shopping cart. You never have problem using the handle of the door of the bathroom. You never know if what was in there. <laughs> Leave it to your manipulation. So, when COVID came, the fear and the demoralization even divide families. Exactly. Even divide families. Yep. 
I knew a family in Texas who are relative with us that they all almost came to the brink of divorce because he worked in a, in a place where he mingled with people. Mm -hmm. He, he drives a bus for the city of Houston. And his wife told him, you go and take a shower and you're going to sleep in that room and I'm going to sleep here and the baby's in the room. And he said, is this going to be like this? Uh, we're going to go to the courtroom. <laughs> yes. There are people that die out of fear because of COVID. <laughs> so, my question for you today is, what kind of Christian are you? In what level you are in faith? The Bible said, if you don't have faith, ask God. He will give you the measure of faith you need to overcome anything. So if you think your faith is not that strong, today you have a chance for Pastor Hugh, for, for Reverend Hugh, for Reverend yeah. Ken, to pray for you and me, for you. God help you increase your faith. Amen? Amen. God bless you.